Hello and welcome to the We Hate Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Scrimbledy Dimbles, and with me is Florble Slaps and Slapnopper. Here we go, y'all. <laughs> uh, just in all seriousness, this is the uh, We Hate Anime B-Sides, uh, also known as the WANcast. And with me are the two guys who I've decided to tie to the basement in my room and, uh, wait, tie to the basement of my house and forced to watch a bunch of One Piece movies with me, Lardo and uh, Sudoku. I haven't this been was... fed in three days. This is my idea. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Chick-fil-A's closed on Sunday. That's the only day I can feed you. Oh, um, <laughs> the home so of I... chicken. Just out Dude, it's head. so good, though. I'll be honest with you, I care less about gay rights than chicken nuggets. Uh, I, oh, do I you have got... a Sam's Club? <laughs> I don't. We don't have a Sam's Club up here. We used to. Um, and it, This is actually, I was going to tell you guys a story about how I live next to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house, but I guess I got to tell you the Sam's Club story. That is not in Alaska. You said uh, you it's don't in the name live of the near movie. a Sam's Club. How do you have a Sam's Club store if you don't live near one? Well, no, no, that's the story. So, like, Alaska used to have, I want to say, two Sam's Clubs and, like, three Costcos. And you know where the Sam's Clubs were? Because they're, like, budget Costco. So we always put them in front of the military bases, like you do with Target. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we had a Sam's Club by the military base, and then we had a Sam's Club by, like, the lower middle-income place in Anchorage. And I know this is, like, I'm, I'm sounding like I'm just crucifying people here. Um, that's not the case. But they both went out of business, and they're like, yeah, we're having a going out of business sale. So the first thing they did is they sold everything at cost, which, honest, if you guys know, like, Sam's Club, you know that doesn't actually change the price all that much. I've never been to Sam's Club before. It, it's like Costco. I think they have to have a limit on how much they can sell something for. It's mm. I, lo- I love Sam's Club. Dude, I love Sam's Club's food court <sighs> so much more than Costco. Like, you can say what you want about the hot dogs. Sam's Club has the better food court. A lot of edit that out. No. <laughs> keep that in. I'm making it louder. Only, yeah, set up a <laughs> reverb for it. <laughs> no, 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 it's it's um so everything was like fifty everything was like it's basically fifteen percent off at the point like thirteen percent off at the point in which uh, they sell it at cost. Yeah. And then they started selling everything at like twenty percent off, and then they got like down to about fifty percent off. And my dad, who was also my manager at the time, was like, "Hey guys, we should go to Costco and you know like see if they have any steaks or something." And yes. I'm sitting here. Th- I'm sitting here, like, thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, they've, they've, they've been on, like, going out of business for two weeks. They're not going to have steaks. And he's like, no, they'll have some pork chops. We'll cook up some pork chops for lunch. And I'm like, I'm, like, trying to explain to my father that we live in Alaska where people will steal something if it's 10% off. Like, so we, we go to Sam's Club, and it's just empty. And I need you to, exp- I need you guys to understand what I mean by empty. Like, you walk in. And there are no shelves. There are people literally carrying shelves out of the store. Yes. And yeah, it, I remember I, when my local Hastings closed. <laughs> yeah, yeah but like the that, Hastings. Yeah, but the Hastings had those like four foot tall like DVD shelves that are like, you know, aluminum and super light. I'm talking like steel reinforced industrial shelves and people are just walking out with them. Good. And so my dad goes in there and he starts getting really mad. He's like, he's like, all that's left is rice. <laughs> so so you like, had rice for dinner. It's like, there's, just, there's just rice and napkins. That sounds like a meal to me, man. <laughs> you, you just put the napkins in the rice and get porridge. Yeah, no, you just you just like, kind of like mix it around. It adds texture. 
If I find another depressing, like, childhood living in a car story out of this, I'm gonna cry. (laughs) (laughs) So my dad just starts, like, screaming in Sam's Club, in this empty Sam's Club. He's like, where's the stakes? (laughs) Like, the smartest man I know is just screaming in a Sam's Club, like, three weeks into a going-out-of-business sale. Where's the stakes? The smartest man you know would do Sam's Club... Three weeks into going out of business for steak. You know, that explains a lot about Moth. It really does. No, it's, it's, we are exactly the same. It's the moment, like, we will plan something, and we will plan something in our minds weeks before we decide to go do it. And then if something goes wrong once we get there, like, our, like, my mom and my wife know because we just get, like, silent for half a second. And my wife is like, oh no. Like, it's like, he's going to throw a hubby tantrum. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? And my dad and I are the exact same. Like, the moment our wives start mentioning, like, the whole, like, hey, uh, you're about to throw a tantrum. I'm like, no, we're not. No, no. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not about to throw a tantrum. You're about to throw a tantrum. <laughs> you are. <laughs> so so my dad. Like, now if I throw a tantrum, it's your fault. <laughs> Mom just... <laughs> In, in the ultimate defense strategy, Moth turns it around on his wife, gaslights her, makes her think it's it's all her fault, and then just forgets about it. I'm like I'm trying to I'm trying to remember like the last time that happened. I think I think I went to a restaurant like specifically because of one of their ice cream dishes or something. Yeah, and Bruh, so I have this delicious, well cooked meal, and I'm like, all right, now I want to do your your blueberry sorbet. And the guy's like, oh, no, we rotated that out, like, two weeks ago. We're on lemon now. And, what? Uh, and I, yeah, well, it's like, you know, just how to ruin a perfect meal right there. Just, just, just like, saying no to you. It, yeah. It's not about the fact that they said no. It's about the fact that you were, like, so excited for it. Yeah, just, well, it's like, because, it, like I said, it's like, this is something that we, that me and my dad, my, my dad was gone now. Um, we used to, we would just plan these things, and I still do it. Like, you plan it in your mind for weeks. You're like, this is going to be the perfect Thing. Like, I'm going to take my wife to this event, and and, and it's going to be so much fun, she's going to love it, and then you get there and, like, the event was cancelled and you had no idea, and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah, that, no, uh, I... That happened to me, uh, I, so I love the Monte Cristo sandwich from Cheddar's. Uh, if you've never had it, then you don't understand. You can never understand. Wait, wait have yeah. either of you eaten at a Neaters before? The fuck's okay, a Neaters? You made that up. you say that. <laughs> No, it's it's kneaders like you're kneading dough. Never heard of it. Okay, yeah, it's it's a West Coast uh, wine mom thing, so never mind. Okay, so so, so the closest Cheddar's is an hour away. <laughs> so but- my mom, my wife, and I we tr- go to we go out of town for some reason I don't remember why, and we were like, hey, while we're here, let's go to Cheddar's. And I'm like, hell yeah. Fucking fucking give me a Monte Cristo. It's going to make my entire fucking week. Okay, by by the way, I got to put this out here because we do have listeners out of uh, not in America. Going an hour to eat at fast food is not uncommon for Americas. It depends. Depends on on the day. Sometimes I will just fucking drive to Oklahoma City to eat at fucking BJ's. Well, that's actually the thing. We had a Sonic open up in Fairbanks and Fairbanks is about a it's, most people say it's a seven hour drive I say it's five um it's like a five hour drive out of Anchorage to get to Fairbanks 
And people were literally driving from Anchorage to Fairbanks and staying at the nearby hotel when they had to wait in line too long to go to the new Sonic when it opened. We have three Sonics in this small town. Dude, I'm jealous. I haven't seen a Sonic in, like, a year. That's yeah, what so happens for, when you so live in for, Oklahoma. There's Sonics fucking everywhere because this is where their HQ is. So so for, for you Europeans there, like, after church on Sunday, like, we'll all get in the car and we'll try to find, like, the nearest buffet that Dad's not banned from anymore for, like, screaming at a black person. Oh, so, no. <laughs> so we will drive, like, an hour to go to a buffet after church on Sunday. Yeah, that's what we'll do. So Cheddar's. So Cheddar's. Yeah, keep going. So we get to Cheddar's. And I'm fucking hyped for this Monte Cristo. Yeah. When I say eating a Monte Cristo makes my entire month, I'm not joking. I fucking love that shit. Uh, we sit down. I'm like, I would like the Monte Cristo, please. And he's like, he looks at me and he says, we're out. And I had to sit there. I had like, I was like, can you give me like 10 minutes to look at the menu and see if you have literally anything else that I would care about? Yeah. Literally, you, you go to a restaurant for so long, you like literally don't know what else is on the menu. That's when I found out that they have steaks. <laughs> Steak was pretty all right, but it wasn't a Monte Cristo. Okay, what is a Monte Cristo, please? Like, so cause, cause... a Monte Cristo depends. Some places cook it differently, but at Cheddar's, a Monte Cristo is just a ham and cheese sandwich that they batter and deep fry. Okay, that, that, and they serve it with raspberry preservative. It is the best sandwich I have so ever had in my life. I you're just eating it. a ham and cheese French toast. Yes. You know you could go get a McGriddle from McDonald's, right? No, you know you it's can not go the get fucking lung cancer same. from McDonald's if you try hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out like what story of somebody who's like I ate fries every day for like. Fat em- or chubby emu just like, this man ate chicken nuggets from McDonald's for three months straight. Look at what happened to his lungs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's how I'm trying to be, for real. By the way, for those of you who don't know, um, chubby emu is just this not chubby Asian doctor who, like, I think he works in New York. And he just, like, comes in with these stories. He's like, this dude shoved 300 vitamin gummies up his ass every day. You won't believe what happened to his eyeballs. And it, it, it's all medic it's all medically true. He's not making stuff up. It's just the most insane stories. Like this dude drank uh, tanning lotion. Like it, all these things that people do to like try and be healthy. And what's really scary is as a bodybuilder, I'm right there with them and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, if you can't no, tell we, have- we don't have a lot to talk about today. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. This is the One Piece podcast. <laughs> Hello everybody. Welcome to episode 2. <laughs> Turn on the TV right now. Love, would you like to introduce the thing they, we watched? Today? They hit the Trump Towers. Turn on the TV right now. <laughs> Turn on the TV. <laughs> Did you guys see that the Azumanga Daio comic that's been going around? Uh, I, don't, I have, yeah. I don't yeah, know what yeah. you just said it's, to me. It's the one where it's like they turned on the towers. Or they, they hit the towers, turned on the TV. Oh, I'm oh, so. Oh, I've, yeah. I've been quoting that line to my friend for like two months now. I'm so happy that it got like spread around like wildfire. I just. I. It, that's the thing though. Like, I was literally there in class when it happened. And I you gotta were, see all the. You were like, teacher, teacher, turn on the TV! <laughs> No, like, 
we're kids. We don't know what's going on. And this is 2001 before the internet. So it's like, like I can look at my phone and get an Amber Alert, like missing airplane. And then the Amber <laughs> Alert ends when they find the par- airplane in the side of a tower. I realize this movie came out like only a few months before 9-11. Yeah, yeah. Oh my and, uh, god. <laughs> and they take out a tower in that movie too. One Piece predicts the future. Yeah, <laughs> One, One Piece pulls out Simpsons in the... <laughs> It's like, it's like Zorro, the Super Zorro, Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> Zoro turn on the TV. <laughs> they hit Clockwork Island, Zoro. <laughs> so we watched the second One Piece movie uh, released oh, in... 2001. Uh, 2001. March 5th, I think it we said. Like, I thought it was like June 6th or something. It was something like that. March uh, 6th, Clock- Clockwork Island Adventure. Yeah. Uh, so some, released the latest episode before the release was episode sixty. Which what is happens filler. in episode sixty, pseudo? A fucking who knows. <laughs> uh, so for those of you, because apparently we did get some people to start watching One Piece, which is my nice. recommendation is look up a website called AnimeFillerList.com. No, you can tell when it's filler. Don't worry. No, no, you don't no, need that yes. list. Okay, <laughs> but, but you but you also have situations like the end of Thriller Bark, which would have been probably the best arc in the series. Except they decide to spend the last 12 episodes doing nothing but, uh, what's the word for it? Like, flashbacks. And so, oh, yeah, if, you, if you look at if you look at anime thriller list, it'll actually, or uh, filler list, it'll actually tell you, like, those episodes are mostly filler and you can skip them. I will tell you, I think a lot of the filler One Piece is pretty good. I would not recommend skipping the, I think it's the, the G8, G9 arc. That's a fun filler, and the one right after CP9 is fun. Yeah. So, That's a good one. But yeah, back so, to the movie. So this back is the to the second, movie! So this is the second One Piece movie uh, release. Uh, this is the best movie that's the second One Piece movie. That's my opinion on it. Uh, <laughs> Technically, I, this is the third One Piece movie. No. No, OVAs no. are movies, Moth. That's not a movie. It's not a movie. What oh, original video adaptation? That sounds like a movie to me. No, no, no. you're gay. No more talking. <laughs> so basically, this is the second so, One Piece movie. It played um, in theaters. No, no, no. Y- you weren't at the theaters. <laughs> that is fair. You weren't at the theaters. You are, Moth, you, as we've established, you are not the One Piece expert. On yeah, this podcast. You, yeah, you skipped like the first. I think you skipped the the things before this movie. You skipped. The you have not even finished it. One Piece because you never started it. Yeah, I did. I started at episode like eighteen. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's not that starting. Doesn't count. It. It doesn't it doesn't count. count. You started when One Piece was able to drink, but it doesn't matter. You didn't grow up with him. You didn't act like an appropriate father. You don't get the rights to say that you raised it. All right, now you, back to the. You movie. know, you know how you know I'm a libertarian, <laughs> or I'm not a libertarian anymore. How so? Because I started One Piece in episode 18. Exactly. <laughs> Damn. Wait, hold on. Before we actually talk about the movie, this does fit the child criteria. There is a child. It, it, it really does. Yes, there is a child, child in this movie. This is the third movie in a row that has a child. Or third thing we've watched in a row that has a child. <laughs> so, see, so it is the third movie. It's not a movie. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Moff, would you like to give a brief plot synopsis of what happened in this movie? No, one of you, one of you can take that. I, uh, I have like the entire thing pulled up of all the voice actors. So one of you can hit the the synopsis. I'll go ahead and take it. All right. Okay. So basically, at the start of the movie, uh, the main crew gets robbed of their ship, 
And Luffy is like, whoa, our ship is so talented, isn't it? <laughs> and they're just like, no, it's being stolen, you moron. And he's like, what? Uh, and so they, like... And so they just take, like, this dinky little, like, swan boat that can barely fit them all. And then they get... And then they get stolen by, like, these two, like, random dudes. One of them is, like, 30. The other is, like, 8. Uh, and they have to get all their clothes from a wedding rental place. Yeah, no, th- th- that's how they explain the different outfits in this movie. They just had to like, they, they just like lost all their clothes. They had to go like grab them from a wedding rental. It's by the so way, this good. is the this is the first One Piece movie to do that. By the way, the, yeah, this is the first yeah, one that has different first. outfits. Yeah, and yeah. then it became a staple, and it's really based. Well, it's uh, actually it's it's a staple with Oda's work. I want to say he started it as early as like Alabasta, where they started changing what they were wearing during the arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's the most super stripped good. up cast in Shonen. True, but yeah. So basically, uh, so the two people catch them. They say that they're the Great Thief Brothers, and they're like, hey, "What? What brothers thing? are they?" Great Thief Brothers. I don't remember. They're the Trump Brothers. No, no, no that's not the them. They're not the Trump. They're yeah, not they're the Trump the, siblings. Wait, yeah. they're not. No, no, the Trump siblings are like the, are like the villains. Wait, wait, yeah. was it was it like Skunker and something? Were the Trump brothers? Skunk one. They're the Trump siblings. <laughs> wait, so got, oh, because they're cause, Trump cards. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I want to slap the shit out of you. Continue. <laughs> so the Great Thief brothers catch them and are like, "We're gonna, we're gonna take over the world," and and then it's like, and they're like, "But first, we need the special." This special clock on this uh, on this clockwork island. You, you, you roll credits, uh, and so the team goes there. No, 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 no. I completely forgot. At the start, they get lamb. They get like attacked by the villains, and the first one you see is this naked woman whose art style changes when they pan. Oh man! So can, they, can I talk about this? Yeah, yeah. talk about Honey so, Queen. So no, no. So th- there's actually like a distinct style of like hentai from that era. And, and the only reason I know about this is because when I was about 11, I was buying I've, the Tenshi Muyo DVDs uh, out of right a magazine. There. And so when you when you get these magazines, you basically, like, they they, they, they staple, like, all the magazines together because they're not just going to send you, like, the Shonen magazines. So yeah. you get a catalog, and the catalog has everything in it, and then it has a, like, back section that's sealed. It's like, so once you open it, you can't reseal it. So it's, like, a way for parents to know if you went to, like, the porn section. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then you get, like, the pictures in it, so it, like, totally defeats the purpose of, like, sending these kids out these, like, these magazines to order from. <laughs> and, uh, that art style is one-to-one, like, the exact same that they used in hentai, like, in the yeah, early 2000s. Yeah, no, it's, like, super shiny, super round. You see the woman's ass before you see, like, her full face. Like, <laughs> yeah. like she's in, like, a hot tub, and then she, like, jumps out, uh, they do the funny little Sanji gag, uh... And well, but then Nami changes to that style too. Yeah, no, no. Everyone changes to that style. Like, 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 like. Her ass was so huge it like shifted the entire like art style of the thing for a little bit. Uh, and so the Straw Hats, because they were robbed and don't have like any weapons or like any other gear, just get like absolutely swamped. No, actually, they were putting up a fight, but then Usopp was just like, "We gotta get out of here!" and does like a Scooby Doo really fast <laughs> rowboat tug and yeah, so that, that's the show was funny it but, was really but funny. he literally has hammer pants like that that's like usopp's ability is like hammer pants yeah but he doesn't have any of his gear yeah he doesn't that's have true. like he doesn't have like a gun which is what he needs to thrive 
Uh, Sanji doesn't have one. shoes. That's how they nerfed him. Yeah, no, Sanji <laughs> doesn't have shoes. So every kick like does like some damage to him. He gets like proc bleed. Um, <laughs> and so they like, uh, but they like leave. They talk for a bit. Then they get like absolutely swamped. And then Nami gets kidnapped because they're like, oh hey, she's pretty sexy. Uh, the main, the main big bad will like him. I mean, will like her. Uh, which it's very is- important to know that Honey Queen's a lesbian. Yes. Yes. Uh, Honey Queen yeah. is the name of the of the late of the naked lady who shifts art styles. Uh, so real, real quick before that's her devil fruit power. Uh, I, oh, yeah, yeah, she is made of liquid. I'll I'll let you guys keep going because I I do want to talk about the voice actors. But oh no, not, no, not yet. no rush, man. Go ahead. Oh no, no, I was gonna keep telling the plot because oh, okay. Uh, okay. this yeah, this so- is the point where I can admit I was most guilty of like actually doing research while watching it. So <laughs> this is a little bit of a haze for me. Yeah. Um, yes. This part also has my favorite gag in the movie. Oh, uh, which one? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> where Honey Queen starts talking about how their boss is going to do. She can't wait to watch him do this. Oh, become and that the king of the pirates. Tsunami. No. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, the, the boss wants to become king of the pirates. That, that's a bit of a small thing, but yeah. But Honey Queen is just like, I can't wait to watch the boss do this and that to Nami. Go on, yeah. and then and then the the crew was like well, this and that. What do you mean? And then there's just a huge pause. It, it's and like then the guy Jay just like, throws a bomb at the ship. Yeah, it's just ten seconds of silence. They don't even cut to a new shot before he blows them all up. So basically, Sanji shoeless, Zoro swordless, Luffy. Luffy gave his Luffy's hat to Nami, by the way. So Luffy's hatless. And that, that's like when you're gunless. playing Super Mario sixty four and you lose your hat, so you take twice the damage. Exactly. Yeah. So, Is that a thing? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. the mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. No, no if you lose your hat. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah. So. Uh, so they just get trashed, and they go to Clockwork Island uh, with the Thief Brothers. The Thief Brothers are like, "We gotta take them out." You see, they're at the top of this of this, he- the- and they introduce, you know, like, "Oh, the townsfolk who are going through the thing." Th- this movie really reminds me of a, uh, of the one with Shiki. We're not gonna talk about it now. We'll get to that when we get to that. This is definitely like the groundwork for that. Basically, they meet the townsfolk who are just like, "He has an iron rule over this island." You know, he really really controls it all. He's on top of that great big tower that you have to infiltrate. And Luffy's just like, okay, let's let's just let's just beat the shit out of him. Just fucking kill him. Uh, and it's like and so they get to like this this is a really good gag. They get to like this area with a bunch of traps and the Thief Brothers like, okay, so here's the plan. Basically when they have to leave to go scour the depths of the ocean, they have to they open up this cave that will allow our entry point in. We have to wait there. Luffy, Sanji, and Zoro just just like start going up the trap filled stairway because they're just impatient and ready to get going. <laughs> Which is funny because then Usopp gets caught first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Usopp so- like followed behind him, like it's so good. Uh, it, it's... Yeah, I, I have some issues with how they treated Usopp in this movie. But overall, just like from what we're describing so far, this is already like head and shoulder above the first movie, by the way. Same director, mm-hmm. so this is... Uh, so I'll, I'll start talking right now. Yeah. Junji Shimizu is working on this again. Uh, he's a director for hire. He actually doesn't stick with projects. Uh, I think he's... I don't know if this is a real anime or not, but like... Honey Precure, I think is what it was called. Yeah. Um, he's directed every single movie for that. And uh, he's done movies 1, 3, and episodes of Chopper. And it's it's really nice to see this director get more and more familiar with the source material. Because yeah. this, this is head and shoulders above the other ones. 
the only thing he stayed on is Slam Dunk, and he did, like, half the storyboards for that anime. So, I, I mean, this guy's really, really, uh, at the end of the day, when you look at, like, all the people who've done famous works in, in Japan, like, for uh, anime, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say this is, like, kind of a C-lister. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. so... But but he's showing that he's not actually like, he 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 could be a B lister an A lister it just doesn't seem like he wants to work, um, because he doesn't have all that much under his belt. But he is doing really well with these movies right now. Like one wasn't bad; it was a decent entry point. But you can see right now that two is amazing. Yeah, one important thing about this movie that I think is really good is that every single straw hat has like either a slight arc or like really defining moments that just like <clears throat> are like. You know, like, they're big, like, oh, overcome adversity type, which I think is really good. It's yeah, like which, a uh, focus movie. Which, I, I think you see that again, because uh, I haven't seen a lot of the other movies, but you see that again in the doc, the island of Dr. Monroe. Like, mm. yeah. That's, Stop, that's... why do you keep calling it that? <laughs> because when I was a kid, that was probably how I was first introduced to furries. Hmm. <sighs> Have you not seen that movie? Like, the, I don't Val know what you're talking about, but I haven't seen it. You, I don't. You should... You should watch it because, like, at one point there's a straight up furry orgy in it. Well, yeah, that doesn't make me want to watch it. That. Yeah, and it yeah, ends with a yeah, lynching. like a sausage so. party. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so it's you know you you really don't see the characters. I I don't know if you don't or not, but like seeing the characters all do something unique to them, just it, it kind of feels like that David back fight again. Yeah, um, like. <laughs> And it's not very often you really see all the characters work together at once in One Piece. You see it, you see it in the Davy Back fights. You see it in Furler Bark. Uh, you see it? No, you you don't see it during Dress Rosa. Did they have the whole crew Dress Rosa? Yeah, they did. No, yeah. they didn't. That's when the crew splits up. Uh, one one actually fun fact of that is in One Piece Pirate Warriors three. Uh, in the Thriller Bark boss, you know how, like, in the anime, it was like, oh, Luffy becomes a zombie, takes him out. Uh, because they didn't want to model for that, they had it so that, like, every, uh, straw hat, like, kind of contributes into taking part down the big zombie of, a uh, Thriller Bark. Uh, that's what that's kills what, That's me. what happens. They have, like, three variants of Luffy, and there's over a hundred characters in Pirate Warriors 3, and they couldn't be asked to model one more? It's a, it was a very zombie Luffy. I, no, my it. favorite thing, though, is if you saw that in Thriller Bark, it required every single member of the crew to take down Gecko. Yeah. This isn't a spoiler, by the way. No one remembers Thriller Bark. Don't worry about it. Which is sad, because I would Nothing actually happens. put Thriller Bark as a top three arc for me. That's just how it is <laughs> I, sometimes. No, but what's funny, I, I think I've literally said this, like, my top three arcs all happen, like, one after another. But backwards. <sighs> oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Impel Down, uh, Amazon Lily, and honestly, I think Amazon Lily, because I, I need to check, but I think Amazon Lily came out right before Strong World. You just like Amazon Lily because you just, you, all of your blood, you just lose all your blood when you watch it. No, I, actually, I don't think Bo is attractive. I actually hate her as a character. No, but the society. Uh, when you got an all-woman society, you eventually get bored because you don't have any way to bro out with. And it's like, you're only marrying one of them. You, 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 you've Fair. still got monogamy, so now it's just monogamy with extra temptation. This is actually hell for me. <laughs> Which is fine. So back to the movie! No, 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 but like, no, no, but like, 
what's really weird is Boa Hancock is supposed to be like the perfect Japanese woman. Like apparently she's she always wins the surveys in Japan for like the most attractive girl in One Piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, her sister is so much hotter. What's wrong with you? Sander Sonia is so much hotter than her. Is that the blue-haired one or the fat one? The blue-haired one. I agree. Dude, no, she's so hot. And that's the thing. It's like every time I've hung out with One Piece nerds, I've been like, so you guys agree that like Sander Sonia is hotter than Boa? And like all their wives will always be like, the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> but no, like every guy I know agrees. It's the correct opinion, objectively. It really is. Sorry, Oda, your gag character is hotter than your second waifu. So, yeah, back to the movies. Uh, it's a movie. Uh, yeah. they get, they get in the Usopp gets crucified. <laughs> we, we're not there yet. Yeah. Slow down. <laughs> well, to be fair, not too much happens in between that. Uh, basically, uh, they try to keep going up. Uh, Sanji gets nuked. Uh, they get attacked by Skunkman, who is this... French guy with a really big nose who's like, wee wee, I smell like skunk. Robbie Rotten. Yeah, Robbie Rotten, the skunk man. (laughs) Uh, He just, like, owns them all, and they just can't do anything about it. Uh, Well, that's when Usopp has his his big character mode, where he's like, I want to show you courage, and then uh, And then he gets smoked. (laughs) Literally gets smoked. Yep. But he so, gets smoked I, for the good of everyone else. So you know what? Kind of a kind of a Chad. Kind of a So Chad. this is this movie also uh because the first movie they did, they had a lot of throwaway voice actors. Like I went back and I, I looked and there's not a lot to remember from the first movie. Yeah. This movie is actually the beginning of something they did. But what what's really interesting is every single character in this movie, every every secondary character, shows up later in One Piece, which is actually a staple. Uh because Strong World, the clown that follows um, Golden Shiki around, the, the weird doctor clown, mm-hmm. he immediately transitions to being Caesar. And that's also Frieza's voice actor. Yeah. But, so in this, uh, a lot of these characters come back, but what's interesting is they all come back, like, 20 years later. Uh, I think the earliest one to come back is Honey Queen, and she comes back as Rebecca in Dress Rosa, but everyone else is Wano Arc. It's so interesting. That's crazy. That's cool. Uh, also, the biggest dick in the entire group is Honey Queen. Absolutely. Um, so she is Hayashibara Megumi. She did the original I, Valentine. Uh, she's got a permanent role on Detective Conan. She did Ray from Evangelion. She's Hello Kitty. She's Mimi from Mimi. Wait, Mimi. she's Hello Kitty? She Hello is Kitty, Kitty became yes. a lesbian naked woman in One Piece? What? And uh, ultimately, she ends up doing Rebecca and Dress Rosa, which, like, you know, One Piece is the the be-all for a lot of uh, actors, like, voice actors. Yeah. It is such a secondary role on her, like, massive voice acting page that it's so funny to me. Yeah, Rebecca's, like, a huge character, but, like, like like in that whole scope of voicing a character in fucking Ava. Yeah. uh, Yeah, Rebecca doesn't fucking matter. (laughs) Yeah, and then, uh... So, so she's the biggest dick. Uh, following her is actually, I want to say King Bear was the next biggest one. Him and Borodo both have good voice actors. Yeah. Uh, Bear King is Toshu Genda. He Bear King is the main villain, by the way. So, so what's interesting here is there's actually like two camps of voice actors here. Um, the, the one that's like Bear King and Borodo are in the same voice camp. And then when you get all the way back down to like Boojack and Skunk 1, 
there are a second camp of voice actors, and you'll see. Uh, but Bear King, he does Kurama from Naruto. Uh, he's uh, so he came back as Kaido, and then he's also Papuko from Pop Team Epic. Huh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and then so so these first three, which is uh, Bear King, uh, Boruto, and Honey Queen, they're all in the same camp, and it's uh, Boruto is Horiyuchi Kenyu. He's N in Dorohedoro, which is a phenomenal... Like, he did such a good job there. And then just to show his range and how big dick his energy is, he's also Pain in Naruto. That's powerful. Yeah, so Damn. he went from N to... Or, well, he technically went from Pain to N. Um, and he's currently Kinemon, so 20 years later, he picks up Kinemon. And and the last three, uh, Pinjoker... Isn't it crazy? Uh, Kinemon has been a character in One Piece for, like, 10 years. It's so weird to me. And I, I, I think he's one who... Okay. So, a bit of spoiler territory. They are running One Piece very much like a Japanese epic. And I think we're in part four of a five-part epic. And there's supposed to be a sacrificial character at some point. And my money's on Kinemon. Hmm. I can see that. Kinemon I, is, is a pretty big player right now. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Raizo finally did something for once in his life. But, we'll hey, talk about spoilers. that later, but yeah. uh, let's get to there. <laughs> yeah, so so this is the second camp. So you have the first camp of actors, a lot of shonen, a lot of kids stuff. And then we switch to the third camp, which is, or the second camp, which is Pinjoker, Skunk One, and Boojack, which are the other three villains. Pinjoker um, is the is a Zoro Virgil, right? Yeah, he's he's the he's the Zoro Virgil. That's a great okay. way yeah. to I fucking it. love his design. It's super I, good. I, yeah. Um, Keeping up with so tradition, Zoro's main enemy is a sword is a uh, swordsman. Uh, specifically, a gay clown swordsman. So a gay clown fencer. <laughs> yeah, because those aren't a dime a dozen. He's just. Well, he has a really good design. I like it a lot. Um, but fun fact, uh, Barati had already happened here because Zoro straight up mentions he's like, I can't die before I kill Mihawk. Well, yeah, this, yeah. and Zoro yeah, has his new here. sword, so this is literally right before they enter the Grand Line. Yeah, yeah. and he's he's voiced by Tanaka Hideyuki. Um, and this is, this is like where, this is Camp B. So Camp A was all shonen. Camp B is like old Senin and old shonen. Uh, his most notable role is D in Vampire Hunter D, but he did a bunch of background characters for like Harlock Saga or, um, Battleship Yamato. Those are a lot of his stuff. And, uh, he, he then came back and did Doflamenco. Damn. Uh, then you have Skunk 1, which this is probably the only time I've seen a character who is already a character enter a movie. So it's it's very interesting to me. Skunk 1 is Ano Takeshi. Uh, dude was born in 1936. Uh, he's so old, he did Kami from the original Dragon Ball. Uh, and then he picked up a bunch of Harlock voice actor roles, so once again, this can't be. Vanilla Ice in the original JoJo Bizarre Adventure. That was like the one from the 80s. Yeah, uh, no OVA. And what's ironic is he was already established as Mihawk. I don't know why he didn't do Pin Joker, but he did Mihawk. That's Mihawk. Yeah, he, yeah, he he's does Mihawk. completely different fucking voice. Yeah. yeah, no, he's got he's got great vocal range. Um, then last on the list is list on Boojack. Uh, this is he dude still is somehow, alive? Yeah, he's older than uh, Skunk One, uh, the voice actor. He's Tanunaka Isamu. Uh. <laughs> He's got a bunch of, like, really, really old lines. So, like, I don't know if you guys remember the weird Gigigi no Kitaro reboot they did a while ago. I don't know what the fuck you just said to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
okay, so they, they did this show, like, they, they had an old-school Shonen that was paranormal back in, like, the 70s, 80s. Um, and they rebooted it, I want to say, like, three years ago. In the old version, before the reboot, he did Midami Oyaji, which is apparently a really big role. Like, and, and that's the thing. Once again, this is a background character for the Harlock saga. He was racially insensitive black man in Dr. Slump. And then uh, he does come back in One Piece, but he comes back as uh, Jaya from the uh, pre-Skypedia arc. So he's one of the Monkey Brothers. Okay. The, the, the notable role, though, is the dude has been Igor since Persona 3. Hmm. Yeah, Igor's had the same voice actor so yeah. for every Persona game. Yeah, so you have uh, so you have uh, da, 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 Borodo, Honey Queen, and Kuma Bear, uh, Bear King. They're in one camp. Pin Joker, Skunk One, and Boojack is a different camp. So it's really interesting to see two camps come together here. Oh yeah. yeah. And you can actually tell they're different voice actors too, because like uh, Skunk One and Boojack act very much like old school characters where they don't go the what? They just kind of like, oh gosh. Can we- can we talk about Pin Joker's inability to say catchphrases right? I think that's, that's a funny. good bit. Yeah. It's a good bit, yeah. His mannerisms incorrectly. It's, it just reminded me the whole time of uh, the Boondock Saints, where he's like, people in glass houses sink ships! Yeah, no, his thing is that he'd always be like, like, oh, uh, the er- the early dog gets the worm, and then the character would just go, <laughs> you mean bird, and he'd just feel like, shut the fuck up. And then he just, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so then uh so yeah so so usopp gets crucified so, we'll speed it usopp up gets everybody over. gets captured yeah everybody they, they, gets captured they all, they all lose in one way because again they're nerfed completely uh, and uh at some point uh, while they're trying to go up the tower uh luffy gets caught in like a star wars you know like roof has fallen down it's gonna crush him Luffy and Zoro, but then Zoro gets captured by the gay clown for uh to do gay clown things and so there's actually a really fun scene where, like, Luffy's about to get hit by, like, a ton of, like, pin noodles, and Zoro, like, just takes them all, like, without hesitation. Uh, because Luffy could be like, hey, Zoro, would you suck my dick for $500? And he'd go, yeah, don't know how I'd get $500, though. Um, yeah, I knew that was coming the moment you said 500 bucks. I'm like, he's gonna go for it. <laughs> I'm gonna go yep. for it. You know I had to. But yeah, that was a fun scene, and so that's when, oh, you know, the Thief Brothers reveal, oh, he doesn't care about them. He just wanted them to take over, uh... Uh, there was like a subplot where it's like the kid, uh, the kid was like lost at sea, and uh, Boruto took him. I don't even remember his name. I'm just taking <laughs> Bororo, Bororo, a Kaisu, Borodo. Is it Kaisu, dude? My sub. No, 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 it's no, no, a no not, not the kid, the big guy. Oh, the he, kid, uh, Boruto. Yeah, Boruto. Yeah, Boruto. Boruto. Uh, where he's just like, oh, I found him lost at sea. I believe his parents are on this island. Uh, you know, no, he doesn't believe they're on the island. He he's knows. just like, we're gonna find him one day. No, 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 no. He's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm positive they're on this island. That's why I want, yeah, I wanted the the straw hats to take him out. Uh, but yeah, it's like this is where he's like, oh, he like ditches Luffy entirely. He's just like, I deceived you. I'm gonna go kill the big bad myself. You know, like the standard thing. Uh, uh, what was I saying? And so and so Luffy's able to escape that. All of his friends are crucified. There's like the scene where he like upheaves like th- like four entire stories of the building. Like he that lifts, shit like, is so raw. Yeah, like he lifts like the like you know how he's being crushed by like the roof falling in on him. He pushes it up as well as everything above it. It's like a Jenga tower that he just like gets rid of like key points. And it's like everyone's just like, well, what the fuck? What can you expect from the legendary Zoan fruit? True. 
True, but yeah, so uh, basically everyone's crucified, and then the thief, Bordeaux, comes in and is like, I have a bomb vest. This was this was a few months before 9-11. I have a bomb vest. I'm going to blow everyone up. Um, I'm going to blow up your tower with a bomb vest. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so, uh, but then he's like, you can't do that. I, there's, there's the special key that, if destroyed, destroys that, and he's like, oh, shit, you're right. Uh, and, so, and then Luffy pulls, you know, power play of upheaving all the roofs, and he's like, hey, look at this cool dynamite I found, and then he blows it all up. Immediately, they're just like you, fucking idiots. What's well, great <laughs> is it? It's not just that he found the dynamite; he's holding the lighter too. Yeah, no, no, like, like he found like the unlit dynamite and said, "Hey, look, I found something cool," and immediately lights it. Like he lights it before he even says, "Hey, look what I found." And and, and so then he, he like throws it as Rosaji Usopp. Yeah, no, so so they're like, "Get rid of it now!" And so he tosses it towards the pile of other dynamite. And then it blows up their crucifixes, and they're like, God damn, our captain is a maniac, but at least he got us out of here. Um, and again, all these guys, they got, like, swamped earlier, because, you know, they were, like, heavily nerfed, and so they're all, like, super tired. Uh, it, what it, is putting on a pair of shoes gonna do for you? Yeah, oh yeah, no, okay, that's the best thing, so I gotta talk about it. Okay, so basically, so so Usopp gets fart, in, fart inflated, fart vor inflated, and uh, goes all the way up to the ship where it's being kept at the top of the tower, and tosses everyone's things down, and uh, the guy who destroyed Sanji earlier says, oh, you got on a pair of shoes, what's that gonna do? And then Sanji just destroys him. Sanji kicks his fucking ass. Literally and metaphorically. It's so good. No, like, like he, like, like he says, like, like he just like starts like berating him as he just kicks him like all across the entire field. Like he jumps down and like throws like an unlit cigarette on top of him and stumbles away. It's so raw. And then, uh, of course, you got Nami just you know doing what Nami does best, waiting for everyone else to beat their opponent, and then she just like locks her opponent in the cum jar. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah this she is before jarred her opponent. She this jarred movie the happens for. Nami gets, like, an actual fight in the show. Yeah, no, this so happened she, she before Ocean 7. Yeah, this is before Water 7. She, she gets yeah. a fight in Alabasta. Does yeah, she? the way that yes. everyone beats their enemies. Oh, is that what happens when you watch One Piece at 5 times No, 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 no speed, you're right, because she, 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 she fights my favorite uh, member of organization uh, calendar. She doesn't have the lightning rods yet. No, yeah. she doesn't. No, no, uh, Usopp, had, Usopp had made that for her. Yeah, but she gets an Alabasta. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, Yeah, she's uh, like, I don't have a weapon, Usopp. Make me something. He's like, hey, I just learned how to control God. <laughs> I learned how to... I, I, I can make you, like, semi-God. Here you go. Yeah, Here's so, the like, weather control. Yeah. All, all, the way they all beat their opponents is pretty fun. Like, like you know, uh, Zoro has, like, the usual, like, uh, like slash them and then sheathe the sword. They die. Usopp just, like, pretends to be in captivity. Incapacitated, incapacitated. Inca yeah, incapacitated, and then just goes, yeah, right, bozo, and just shoots him right in the eye. Um, so, is now a good time to talk about the fact that the movies aren't canon because we saw Devil Fruit used year before, years before. No, it it's not the same Devil Fruit. So I, I looked it up. No, 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 no it I looked it up. Is. I looked it up. Bear King uses the Kachi Kachi no Mi, which is actually like the the one we watched actually doesn't translate it correctly. It's the hard hard fruit. Yeah. Okay, but the hard hard fruit already exists too. Does it? Yeah, Jozu has it. The fuck is Jozu? Jozu okay. is one of uh, Whitebeard's captains. Okay. No, that's a different thing. I don't know. Wait, wait, let me, uh, wait, let me look it up real quick. Let me look it up. Oh, this guy. Pika, no, it's like different. Pika uses... Yeah, Pika uses the Ishii Ishii no Mi. 
which is the stone stone fruit. Yeah. Okay, so so the translation we had threw it out the window and said that this dude had the stone stone fruit. Mine yes. said hard hard. Yeah, no, mine said stone stone fruit. Uh, fun fun fact. This is the in this movie he uses he uses Red Hawk. <laughs> yeah, he uses. I was thinking that I'm like, is he using like Red Hawk and hockey before Luffy ever learned it? Uh, no, it's just that's just a thing he could do with the, his double fruit. Yeah, at some point he just kind of set his arm on fire and you know like burned Luffy for something. It was like so out of nowhere. It doesn't do anything. It was Akainu before he even showed up. Yeah. No. Yeah, so basically... Yeah, my favorite part is Luffy intentionally burning himself to throw the dude across a room. Yeah, no, it's, it's so good. Can we talk about the animation art style of this movie real quick? It's pretty it, good. It's very, it's very traditional One Piece, but it's better animated, so it is a movie. I... Luffy... I fucking love the way Luffy is drawn in this movie. It's so good. He has, like, very, like, wide eyes, like, very, like, short hair. And so he's kind of, like, 5% forehead. He's just, like, all the time, just like, hey... This is, um, because I, I think you notice it after Water 7, but this is, just treasure every movie before Water 7, because you get to enjoy Luffy as the lanky kid. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. that style is going to change, and it's, it's gonna, we're not even gonna notice it when it does, but it's gonna come upon us rapidly, like, Luffy is still a lanky, he, he's so different, his body type is so different from other shonen protagonists right now. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he's, like, no muscle. You could, like, grab him with one hand and still have, like, room to spare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so it's 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 so good. Um, Zoro is, of course, the cutthroat murderer that he is. I, I always like it when they show Zoro murdering people, and we really yeah, haven't seen that Zoro since Zoro fucking murders people in this movie. He does. Yeah, no. Okay, no, no. They really power-scaled up Zoro. Uh, back, back in, like, the trap section, he, like, uplifts, like, an entire, like, stone like ground just like all the like like from like like just like 30 feet out just like grabs okay. the ground it lodges his fingers and then just lifts it all up to make a walkway with his like bare strength they well, really you gotta realize anytime they show zoro doing something on the ship he is lifting astounding amount of weight yeah but they the lifts really... a fucking house in alabasta <laughs> oh true yeah. true but yeah, yeah no, it, it, so it wasn't power leveled up they just really like made use of it well, that was the yeah. thing, is I want to say, uh, before Water 7, I would put money on the table that Zoro is stronger than Luffy. I wouldn't say that. I, I'd, I'd Zoro say Zoro probably has... Strong. Yeah, I'd say he probably has more strength, but in terms of, like, raw utility, Luffy can do more. No, because Zoro is Luffy's antithesis. He's a cutter. Well, yeah, yeah, true, true. No, no, I would, I would honestly say before Luffy got gear 2, uh, Zoro was stronger than him. I don't know, who cares? Yeah. So. No, but it, it, and that was the big thing, is right before they get into the Grand Line, Zoro's like, oh, I guess I gotta finally find out if I'm stronger than my captain. Like, that was a big point of contention between them, is he's like, I don't know if my captain is stronger than me or not, and I'm not gonna respect somebody who's weaker than me. I don't, I don't remember that shit at all. Not yeah, before you know, the if Grand you actually, Line. If you actually watched One Piece... <laughs> Shut the... What was no, this, was right this like that scene in where like Luffy gets like drunk or whatever, and he's just like, it's just like, why are you attacking the townspeople? Uh, it's it's right before his dad has to save him from Smoker. Mm. 
It's right before you see Dragon show up to like save Luffy from Smoker, about to straight up murder him. See, I don't, I don't remember, remember that. The main all. thing I remember Zoro being is just like gargling Luffy's balls every chance he gets. I don't. No, remember. he didn't start gargling <laughs> Luffy's balls until Thriller Bark. Oh yeah, since he took the thing. Yeah. Mm. By the way, one day we're gonna actually have to sit down and talk about like what it was that Zoro took for Luffy. Because oh, I I never understood it, and like I've I've actually gone back and look at the frames from the manga. I've watched the episode again. Like supposedly Zoro trades his life for Luffy's at that point and still lives. Not, not as so, Luffy. No, no, he no, took no, no. like all the damage that he took. He took all the pain that Luffy that Luffy accumulated in that fight, but he didn't have. He, he's not made out of rubber, so he had to actually, like, take the full brunt of the pain. Yeah. All at once. Okay. I, that's it, what it, that was. Yep. So that's that's when you actually see Zoro give his life for Luffy. That's that's yeah, when that... That's, that, that's, that's, that's the part where Zoro's like, I would suck Luffy's dick if he asked me to. <laughs> yeah, so we were 400 episodes in before that meme became a reality, just so you guys know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So where are we at? Oh, yeah, the, 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 the fight. The fight with the dude. Yeah, yeah the, um, the fight with the dude. So, so long story short, Luffy uses uh, Gomu Gomu no screw attack to win. Oh yeah, he like fires like a, he he like uses a Gomu Gomu no screw on like a huge cannon shell on him. It's good. It's really good. By the way, can we? Because, oh, yeah, just, because the entire time they were building a fucking nuke. By the way. <laughs> oh this, yeah, that's this, right. This movie is the the main weapon in this movie is garbage. It's an oversized cannon at the top of a mile-tall tower. Yeah. The ballistic coefficient of what they're shooting is so useless that you're basically chucking a large rock off a cliff at Yeah, he did more damage with a normal gun when he shot the five-year-old. Yeah, when he shot the eight-year-old <laughs> off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. So, quick this... recap of this movie. Uh, child murder, uh, murder, murder, crushing, uh transformation fetish uh fart inflation crucifixation uh yeah you would not believe this dude was an uger muslim just by like looking at his directing it was a few months before 9-11 don't worry about it no but that's that's actually a fun fact is i was looking at the director's like uh pages on like anime planet and whatnot and all the comments are like inshallah brother thank you for doing cutie cutie like panic and shit i'm like what the hell and i look at this dude is like an uger muslim powerful okay yeah it's it's, it's so I'm, like, I'm sitting there I'm like man these are not traditional orthodox islamic values what are you guys doing don't i'm pretty sure nowhere in the quran does it mention fart fetishism don't worry about it they added that but then again nowhere in the bible does it mention mpreg and here's butch hartman making cosmo pregnant in the fairly odd parents So what did y'all think? Wait, 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 no, 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 you guys, you guys don't know about, like, the whole Butch Hartman, like, preaching No, I, I remember values. those fucking episodes. Yeah, but, like, Butch Hartman has recently gone crazy and is, like, he's gone, like, oh. worse than Kevin Sorbo. I know he's a crazy person, don't worry, I, I, I'm following that shit. He, he drew Shade Man. He also, uh, traces other people's art of his own art style. Yeah, and then charges talk- people for it. I, I still think my favorite recent um, uh, my favorite recent artist that's come to light is Ken Penders. That is not a recent thing. That's recent for you, and I respect it's, that. But Ken Penders has been a problem for a while. But like, so you saw what he did. Ken Penders has blew up recently because in the the Sonic Two movie, he oh, yeah, his right. tornado yeah. artwork. 
Yeah, so now yeah. so now people who aren't submerged in this garbage are aware of him. Yeah, no, Moth, uh, do you know about the... Uh, you, do you know Sally Acorn? The, the one yeah, 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 yeah. Where, like, he had him get... Like, no, no, I, I know about the Archie comics, believe it or not. I just okay. didn't... I, I You know, I, I don't know artists. Like, yeah, I didn't, didn't even know the guy who drew the original 300. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, his, he said his main regret was that he couldn't show Sally losing her virginity to someone that wasn't Sonic. To a, yeah, to a gangbang, I think is what he said. No, that is not what he said, to a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> to a skunk. No, it's, uh, my favorite thing that Ken Penderis did is he put, like, uh, Lamar Burton in his most recent comics, and somebody's like, why did you draw this guy? And he's like, I just didn't want the character to look like a generic black man. Mm. I, 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 like, you could, there was just, like, cover page of, like, all of his characters, and then, like, LeVar Burton is just there in the background. And with a helmet. With a, yes. an astronaut helmet on. No, um, the, the best thing about it is, so, he got really in love with the echidna culture. And so, right before he got fired, or, like, let go, he was never actually fired, he was always on good terms with Sega. Uh, he Until was copywriting. He and was tell. copywriting the entire echidna culture. And, uh, like, you know, like, the, the, the tribes and all the stuff. Yeah. And then it found out that none of the copyrights held because he was trying to copyright stuff that was already copyrighted. Yeah. Yeah, and like, so he, he, he tried to sue Sega over something, and he won because they just didn't keep track of, like, the certain paperwork that he was trying to, like, attack for. But then uh, they settled. They must have settled or something, because then he's like, "Okay, well, well, can I still write my echidna story?" And they're like, "Sure, but don't make it Sonic related." Oh yeah, no. For the longest time, Knuckles couldn't have a hat. Yeah, <laughs> because of him. Yeah, yeah. He he copyrighted clothing on Knuckles. It was so messed up. And it wasn't until like last year when we saw Knuckles with a hat again. Yeah, well, though- it was for the Sonic Mobile game. I, I still think my favorite thing that he does, and it's just so horrifying to look at, is he draws these echidna space aliens called, like, the enchiladas or something. Um, he draws these characters, and they're cute, and they're cartoony, and they look like they did in 1995, because Ken Penders has never gotten better at drawing. And then he hyper-renders their faces behind them. They're, like, they're these echidna, they're, like, they're, they're sonic echidnas with realistic hair on top of their, like, dreads. It's so fucking weird. It, no, it's, like, realistic faces on top of their dreads, and it's, apparently, uh, he almost was the art director for the first Sonic movie, by the way. Mm, that would have been, that would have been hilarious. So wait, he, wait, when you he, say first Sonic movie, do you mean, like, uh, the Do you mean the action? OVA? Yeah, no, no, yeah, the live action. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna send okay. you the link. Um, apparently, when they were discussing the first Sonic movie, uh, he was asked to present like a concept art because you know he was, he was Ken Penders. He was responsible for Archie Sonic. Yeah, and, and he just sends like just the worst thing ever. Made. Well, he sends it to him, and he includes like, um, what's the Lair Gators suit. crew? Oh, yeah, chaotic. it's got Laris. Yeah, he's got the Chaotix crew in it. He's got, like, Dark Sonic, which nobody remembers. He's got Sally Acorn and her parrots in the picture. And they're like, they actually, apparently, they liked it, but they're like, there's too many characters. We don't want to go this route. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Like... So, One Piece. Oh, One, One Piece. Piece. <laughs> so, what did y'all think of One Piece Clockwork Island Adventure? Moth, you go first. 
It, there's not much to say. It's better than the first movie. We agreed that we were going to do a ranking of One Piece movies and how they rank against each other. And so right now, the second movie is in first place and the first movie is in second place. Um, it shows the directors has a better understanding of One Piece. But at the end of the day, this is before Strong World. This is before the island of Dr. Baron Von Montague. Um, this is before Stampede. This is before the upcoming Red, which we're going to talk about in a second here. Like, it's just a three-episode arc. Yeah. It's a 55-minute movie, too, so it's pretty short. It, and honestly, I like it because um, I don't know if you guys were on the podcast when I had that controversial take. I don't think uh, animation studios in Japan should be allowed to do a movie for longer than an hour. Okay, now slow down there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, look, look at all of your Bob, favorite... just because you don't have any kind of attention span no, no, doesn't like, mean... Okay, watch Welcome to the Space Show, and then... After the first hour, pause it, go get, like, lunch or something, come back and keep watching it, and it's just, it completely loses its steam. Uh, and honestly, Redline has a hard time maintaining its steam, and that's one of my favorite movies. What are you talking about? <laughs> These movies Redline do not last after the first hour. is one of the most densely paced movies I've ever seen. You want to know, you want to know what movie is, like, the only movie where I've honestly watched it? Like, Did, yeah, that deserves Redline isn't long enough. <laughs> No, no, the only movie I've watched where I'm like, yeah, that deserved two hours was, like, A Silent Voice. Silent Voice is, uh, yeah, no, A Silent Voice, it's, it's slow and it needs to be. That's a good movie. No, it's a phenomenal movie, but they're, like, it, uh, Studio Ghibli does this, too, weirdly enough. Like, uh, Spirited Away, the one that everybody, like, can't stop sucking the dick of, uh, loses its steam after the first hour. They just so drag on forever. So, so, staying on topic, so about to hit an hour, and we haven't even talked about the, the news Okay, the new... So, so your ranking would be... Uh, two is Clock one, Island one is Adventure. two. Okay, and then what does OVA fit into there? What is... I, I'm not... You guys don't consider the OVA a movie. Um, honestly, well, I would... rank it because we've watched it. <laughs> I, I don't want to put the OVA on the list, but if I had to put it on the list, I'd put it at, at second place. Really? Yeah, because it's, it's, it was so experimental that I just got to give it credit for that. Okay. Because I think it's okay. it's literally Luffy, Nami, and Zoro, and that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... Uh, so, fun fact, this movie came out uh, two weeks before the first game. So, you have to know that they were doing, like, One Piece mania at this point. Yeah. This is, like, One Piece was... Uh, this is when One Piece started to hit the top of the world. I actually think this was for Nar before Naruto, because I'm trying to remember when Naruto started to run. Naruto started, like, early 2000s, I want to say. Yeah, you're going to have to edit out my audio here. Uh, Naruto Chapter 1 started in October 4th, 1999. Uh, really? Yep, and then One Piece uh, Chapter 1... Was like, uh, was 96? Uh, no, it was 99, 97. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so uh, Naruto hadn't hit the scene yet, but that was the thing. It's a fun fact. Um... When the Naruto writer quit Naruto and was like, okay, I'm done, before they dragged it back for Boruto, uh, Echiro Oda actually said he's, like, worried that his writing is going to get bad because he just lost his only rival. <laughs> Damn. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. So, well, Laura, what did you think of Clockwork Island Adventure? Okay. This one is a bit weird. Okay, so... I think that the moments where it's good, it's better than the first movie. 
But also, it had just, like, aspects of it that I was just like, oh, this just sucks. I, I just kind of hate it. Like, the Thief Brothers, I thought were the most boring thing. I thought, oh, yeah, no, they're fucking boring. I, Fuck those guys. I thought when it was like, oh, no, he's betraying the group, I was just like, I don't fucking care. I genuinely don't. I think the Usa, I think like their dynamic with Usopp was like incredibly forced. Like they try to be like, oh, they're challenging Usopp on bravery and stuff, and Usopp's like, I'll prove to them. It's like it doesn't matter. It it doesn't go anywhere. It's it's like, I feel I I know it's a movie. You know they can't do it, but it would have been a lot stronger if it was just like the the straw hat stuff. But yeah, no, I, I agree. But I thought I so I thought like. You know, the first movie, it was like, oh, it was all, like, fine. Like, I had, like, you know, like, stuff. I, I like the gags and stuff. I like whenever Usopp was on screen. Uh, but there was nothing I really, like, took to. And so, and so it, I was thinking about it for a second. I was just like, okay, you know, there's stuff on this movie I actively disliked, but I didn't really actively dislike anything on the first movie, so I consider the first movie better. But I really liked when the second movie was good. Like, when Sanji just, like, curb stomped that dude like he was a five-year-old infant. I was like, yeah, this is a lot cooler you, than you anything know, in the You know, kids stop movie. being an infant after, like, 19 months, right? Then they're classified as a toddler. No. No, you're this wrong. This isn't, like, a whale child or something. No, you're wrong. He killed him. All right. <laughs> I'm debating the semantics of, like, at what point you could stop curb stomping no. a child because they're stopped being an infant. No. Every I'm age is curb stomping age if you're a child. No. I'm looking this up on my phone. Sudoku, go while I'm looking this up. Okay. Uh, Clockwork Island Adventure is a lot of fun. Uh, it's not as good as I remember it being. Probably because I've seen every One Piece movie now, but uh, I think it is more fun than the first one. I think the, um... An infant is two they, months to a one year. Yeah, so two you were wrong, too. So, uh, owned. Yeah, but it's a toddler at one to four, and then after that, they're officially classified as a child. No. No. So, uh, <laughs> I think the supporting cast is a lot stronger in One Piece the movie. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I, I think the dynamic between the kid and the his Father, Father. That's his dad, right? Uh, and then, but and then Luffy and Zoro was uh, a lot more entertaining to watch, rather than fucking Boruto and the other one, Akira. <laughs> Akira. So I, I think I would, but I still think, oh, I still think Clockwork Island is better. I think out of the two, I, I think out of the two is better. Yep, movie two. So we got two for movie two and one for movie one. So uh, movie two takes first place until. No, the next I said week. I liked movie two more. I said I thought more okay. I liked movie two more. Okay. All right. So the official ranking right now is movie two is first, movie one is second. Yep. All right. Now spoiler territory. Uh, one piece announcements. Well, not really spoilers. It's more like announcements. Uh, yeah. one piece trailers that have dropped recently. Um, one of which I'm very excited for. One I actually couldn't care less about. So, uh, One Piece movie was just announced, uh, dodging child support through the decades. Yes, we got, uh, One Piece movie red. Is it canon, out. by the way? Like, is this movie actually going to be canon? Probably not. No movie is canon. Yeah, well, no, I thought Strong World was technically canon. No. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure Strong World's canon. We've talked about that! Strong World is not canon! <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. I don't believe you. Shiki is Just a like canon character. you guys character. don't believe that Zoro killed Mona. Do you mean Monette? Yeah, Mona. Oh my god. So, 
Oh, uh, we got we got a new actual trailer that actually shows footage of One Piece Red. Uh, it looks cool, I guess. It's about Shanks's daughter. Uh, so Shanks probably won't be in the movie at all. Um, yeah. Shanks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> apparently Strong World is not canon because it would have taken place between Thriller Bark and Sabati. Yeah. Okay, you're right. So, One Piece Shanks, uh, you learn that Shanks is a racist who hates fish people and that he gave his daughter to the world government because he didn't want to pay child support. And part of his four billion berry bounty is unpaid child support. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think I don't think the racism part is true. No, he hates fishmen. He literally calls fishmen fishers with a hard R. Like Luffy is at least cool enough to call Jinbei his fisher. Like Shanks doesn't even hold punches there. He's like, oh yeah, that goldfish fisher. That like watch the trailer again. Watch it without subtitles, and you hear him say it. Just saying. <laughs> you hear him say if, if you listen really closely, listen to it backwards, you hear uh, him say a slur. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I feel like Lardo is you're like, do I have to edit this out? No, no, I'm keeping it in. Pseudo right. asked me to edit out his burp, but I'm using my executive powers to keep it in. I'm going to make it louder. I am adding that reverb. In fact, I'll repeat it right now. There we go. So, yeah, no, uh, Shanks is a, he's a, he's not only uh, an anti-Semite, but apparently he's a racist now, too. What? When did he become an anti-Semite? When he hated the Celestial Dragons. That's not how... Whoa! Whoa! Bad mom. So, Shanks, absolute terrible person, racist, anti-Semite, won't pay child support, and, uh... He's Luffy's mentor. Kind of and then Yasop over in the over the corner, same situation, can't pay child support to save his life. They get their own movie about dodging child support. Uh, so things we know about this movie, it is a, an ensemble. So it is actually has characters that aren't just straw hats. We know it has uh, the heart pirates. So it has Law. More like and the heart pirates. More like the heartthrob pirates. Oh, you see that panda bear? Or wait, is he a koala? He's a panda. Is he a panda? I think he's a panda. I think he's a polar bear. No, you're right. He's a polar bear. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because right. the heart pirates are all about like Arctic gear and stuff. Also, oh, yeah. is is the bear a devil fruit user? No. Then why is he a bear? Mom. He's just chilling. Did, He's just. Chilling. This is what happens when you watch One Piece at five times speed. Stuff actually happens. <laughs> you miss the animal people arc. <laughs> hey, now let's not be racist. <laughs> It's bad enough um, that we have red hair Shanks getting his own movie. I don't need you doing it too. Uh, this movie looks cool. It looks interesting. Uh, I'm excited for it. It comes out in August. Yeah. No, I hate movies. <laughs> I hate movies. <laughs> Honestly, I really enjoyed Strong World and the Island of uh, Jenga. <laughs> Island of Baron Omatsuri. Yeah, I, I will never remember that second word. It's not the just name of the sushi it, roll that I can six. get at my local restaurant. Just call it movie six. It's fine. I can't count that high. <laughs> so the island of um the island of Dar- Baron Magu. Gotcha. 
Yes. Uh, uh, Lardo, Lardo, do you have any opinions on One Piece Red? Lardo no. is still trying to figure out if he's going to edit out that comment about the Celestial Dragons. I'm keeping it in. It's funny. <laughs> also, no comment on One Piece on One Piece Unlimited World Red. No. Uh, well, no. One Piece Unlimited World Red was announced, and I, I'm no, not it wasn't. No, no, it no, wasn't. It's not. What is it? One One Piece World Seeker was just announced. Yeah. One Piece Odyssey was announced. Wait, don't we already Which, have that game where you like go through the dungeons and you have to draw the map? What the fuck are you talking about? That's Persona Q. <laughs> for the 3DS. That's Etrian Odyssey, you absolute uncultured moron. <laughs> Who do you think invented calligraphy? No that's, the, no, no, that's the that's the game with the Viking, or no, not with the um, Assassin's Creed that, Valhalla. No, that's the one. With the, that's the God of War one. <laughs> Mountain Blade. No, that's the that, that that's the one with the subreddit with like, where you uh, <laughs> like I'm I'm listening to freaking Lardo in the background here, like crushing up like Xanax tablets to try and kill himself. I gaslighted you like three separate times in the past five minutes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. It's, it's not, not real. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. So, uh, so One Piece, Piece Odyssey, Odyssey got it. Uh, which is being developed by the same developers it as... It just looks like Genshin Impact. Yeah. I can't believe as they the, got rid of Cappy this time around. I thought that was like a pretty big, uh... <laughs> a pretty big mechanic in the first one. Cappy? Cappy, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that was the whole thing. Mario was like, Woohoo! I throw the Okay, I, I, I had to... Because I don't actually remember uh, Unlimited World Red at all, so I actually thought Cappy was like the weird little rabbit character that they add to all those games to be your tutorial. What the fuck are you talking well, about? Well, they always have so like some weird tutorial developed by uh, a company that has an unpronounceable name that I don't remember. Capcom. Uh, yeah, by Capcom. The developers of uh, the Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remake... I, you know, this is supposed to be the news segment, and we have just proceeded to crap on our audience for not being aware of what happened. So, let's let, let let's try this again. So, One Piece Red has been announced with a late summer, early fall release date. It's One Piece Odyssey. No, no, One Piece, we're, we're starting fresh. One Piece we're Red starting, has been announced with a release date of late summer, early fall, and it's going to focus entirely on Red dodging child support. No, we actually got an actual release date. It's August 6th. August 6th. There you go. There you yes. go, kids. Stay tuned. So, moving forward, a new game with the same art style as Unlimited World Seeker was announced. Well, that's called just the same models Odyssey. that they've used since fucking Pirate Warriors 1. What's depressing to me, I, I, I just, I gotta, I gotta go off the script here. Um, the, the, the... The trailer started with a quote from Oda that's like, I never envisioned my characters could look this good in a video game. And I just, the exact I, same I just, models they've used for fucking 10 years. I, I just imagine they like took his cigarettes away from him until he agreed to sign off on that quote. Um, this game, this has the, this game, One Piece Odyssey. This is the most One Piece uh, it game has ever the, made. Uh, no. It's the most One Piece game ever made. Like, I've seen One yeah. Piece before, and they, like, turned that into a video game. That's what this is. 
It does look like a One Piece game. Yeah, um, I, it has the longest development cycle of any One Piece game. Honestly, World Seeker was actually pretty good. It was just One Piece Spider-Man. I hear it's bad, but I, don't, I haven't played it. So well, it's, it's, it's fun if you're just doing the free world stuff, but then you realize, like, hey, there's not actually that much free world stuff to do. So, conceptually, it was almost like a tech demo from what I'm seeing with this game. Yeah. Uh, One Piece Odyssey, it is a... We, they said it's an RPG. Judging by the trailer, it looks like it's going to be turn-based. Uh, it looks like it's going to be... You get to choose your character, though, for a bit. You get to enjoy yeah, every Yeah, it looks like... Like as far as like walking around, there's there's like there's sections where you're playing as different characters mm-hmm. for the overworld, which is kind of neat. Uh, it, it's a fan I'm, game. I'm though. excited. F- yeah, I'm uh, excited for it. I'm, I'm um, gonna cause... say this: I don't feel like it's going to be approachable for people who have never been a part of One Piece, which is honestly no. what One Piece Pirate Warriors Three did really, really well. Yes, this has already shown that it'll have. Um, the fucking the four elders are in the game. The four, four celestial people. dragons. For yeah, the four elders. That's what they're called. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, that's like um, that's like wha- Senor Celestial Summer, um, freaking Donatello Fall. Those guys, right? Like their name after the, the season. And seasons. Lava Man is in is in the game in the, Aka, in the cutscene. Yeah, he's in it. You know, he's I really appreciate that character because he got rid of the worst character in One Piece for us. So, and, um... Oh, it looks cool! Like, well, it looks neat, I guess. I'd have to see more of the combat, but for sure, I can be 100%... 100% this game has fucking turn-based combat, which has me excited. <sighs> I didn't like it in Yakuza 0, or Yakuza Like a Dragon. I'm probably not going to like it now. No, that, that like a dragon is really good turn-based combat. What are you talking about? My favorite thing about Aka Inu though is uh, we always have that phrase "ace in the hole." Well, now we have a hole in the ace. Well, what I tell you about spoiling One Piece? It needed to happen. What I tell you about spoiling One Piece, Moff? All right, you're you're right, you're right. Uh, ace go, is go still alive. We still see him in Wano arc, so he's still alive. Don't worry, people. Yeah, yeah that is true. <laughs> um, <laughs> they can't kill him if they wanted to, because they got to keep. Fucking hot topic open. Yeah, Ace is hot. That's a fact. Um, Literally. Yes. Lardo's done. By the way, Lardo is staring at his ceiling, trying to find shapes. If he presses his fingers on his eyes. We reached an hour and fifteen minutes in. My brain has officially become mush. That's the thing. It's like get, when this podcast started, this we room. would record for like two hours straight. So you guys have it easy compared to the old days. I ha- uh, I have this uh, thing called the. Uh, it's it, I, I started the call at 10 a.m. I have been in this call for two hours. <laughs> because Moth was now. fucking late. Moth was 50 okay. minutes late. I want to make that clear. Moth was 50 <laughs> minutes late. I, I made... Moth's the one who decided the time. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. no, no let, let me explain. I did come in 50 minutes late, but there's a reason for that. Uh, yesterday was back day, and I overloaded my deadlifts, so I had a hard yeah, time Yeah, you got your back bed. blown out. Yeah, we know, Moth. Yeah. We know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, there we go. There's the news. We got a new game in the works. We got a new movie in the works. Both kinda look okay. It's more One yeah. Piece. It's it's more Luffy. It's less hat. That, that's the plot. He lost his hat, <laughs> and he's like, where's my hat? I gotta find it. The <laughs> So, uh, here's a question for you. Would you consider the Straw Hats a subsidy of the Red Hair crew? 
Mm, no. No? No. What? No. No, no. It, like, I thought about it for a second, but then I didn't think about it because I don't have to. No. <laughs> How in any way would they be a subsidiary of the red of the red hair? Because he's wearing Red Hat Shanks' symbol on him. But that's not his symbol. That's not, yeah, that's his, not symbol. his symbol. His symbol is the his red hair. His his red hair. That's why it's called and the his red scar. Hair. <laughs> his right. flag has a, has, a, has a scar. That's it. <laughs> All right, kids. So uh, there we go. Uh, watch the second movie if you want, or don't. I'll be honest with you. We're not in the good movies yet. We're in the we're not we got, in we movies. Got, we yeah. have two more episodes before we're into the the, the good shit. Well, what's movie five? Movie. No, movie four. Movie four is good. What's movie four? Movie four is Dead End Adventure. I I yeah. I've I've only ever seen uh, the Island of Doctor Poopy Butthole and uh, <laughs> and no no. I watched Gold. I actually enjoyed Gold. Gold's cool. We'll get there. Oh, yeah, Gold actually, oh, oh, I think I completely forgot. Uh, this movie, the second one, uh, did you know that the original concept for it was, like, actually, like, more, like, time-based, and it was used to be called One Piece, the Island of Clocks and Time? Actually, I did know that, because Ooh. when I was looking for this, that Moth, came no, up I first. no, I completely lied about that. I made that up. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> there was actually mention of it, because it was talking no, about Moth, gears or I, something. I made no, that Moth. up 100%. It was talking about gears. I, I lied to you, Moth. I this lied episode to be you a guilty gear movie. <laughs> Can we just name this episode the gaslighting episode? <laughs> the island of gaslighting. I love gaslighting people. The island of gaslighting and crucifixion. <laughs> Gosh, no! I, I the feel holy bad because like, Jerusalem. I'm trying to think of like what I remember now. Was it like the gears or something? Like something was mentioned before the diamond clock. It, it was it's it's a very much like a gear based town. It was like something like that, but time was never part of it. Besides, like just the clock. No, uh, no I, it's well, more like it's literally just clockwork. That we've was been whole, running the clock for thing. an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go, guys. Uh, that was a good hopefully, episode. hopefully, we'll be back next week with or not next week, but two weeks from now with the seasonal review because I absolutely want to curb stomp Mike. Oh. So Mike does this thing. I'm gonna I, I, spoilers for next week. Spoilers Mike does for this Mike. thing. Every, it's not next week. It's the next episode. Yeah, Slow next down. episode. Every couple of months, Mike's puts together a seasonal list, and he says with absolute sincerity that he considers me when he puts together the list. And every time, without fail, I find like seven animes that aren't on the list that I watch instead. No, M- Moth, no. No, I'm, no I'm, I'm calling you out. Almost every single time you've done that, M- Mike has responded, yeah, no, those are on the list already. And you go, oh. No, let's look. Let's look the at what I... The only show that wasn't on the list was your boy Kong Ming that you nope. actually liked and watched. Heroines run the show, Birdie Wing. Uh, Birdie Wing fucking... Okay, no, we'll get... The, we'll, we'll talk about that. Ooh, oh, boy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I added... Well, let's see here. No, no, because the first time I did it was Love After World Domination. I was like, guys, we don't have this on the list. Um, and, and and Mike is like, are you an idiot? And then Dance Dance Dunsore, but then, yeah, Mike was like, are you an idiot? Okay, yeah. So, no, I found four new animes, because I'm sorry, I'm not going to watch Komi-san Can't Communicate. That's fair. It's a good show. No, it's it, not. It's good, but also it's fair. I have soured on it, because I read the manga, and I got to when it stops being good. When they start oh, dating? No, when, no, that was when it started getting good again. It's when they had like a love triangle subplot for like genuinely like seven months. Oh, uh, Mike hasn't added the, the. There are two dark horses this season, and I'm gonna make sure he adds it. Uh, the first one was Kong Ming, which is an absolute dark horse in the race. That's on the list. I know, but the other one is uh, trapped in a dating sim. 
And I will tell you why this is interesting. I'll, I'll tell you right now. It's an isekai where there are multiple people who don't know there are other people in the isekai who have all played the game. And so all of them are trying to cheese the game in their own way and they don't know that other people are playing it. Oh, that sounds good, actually. That sounds actually pretty good. Yeah, and uh, okay. it, I I'll actually s- thought it was written by a woman at first because it's good. <laughs> True. Okay, so I'll let's s- let's uh, let's 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 wrap this up. Wait, wait. First, before we do, guys, Pseudo got a new mic. Compliment his mic in the comments. Thank you. Woo! Say nice things about it. It's got RGB lights. I've oh, been doing mind. this podcast for. Gamer. I've been doing this podcast for three years, and I'm still using a Blue Yeti. I need a new mic. Blue Yetis are fine. I've been doing this podcast uh, for three weeks, and I still have a Blue Yeti. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, I, just, I was using a Blue Snowball Ice, which is like a $30 mic. To be fair, that though, sucks. like if you were to play like YouTuber Simulator or like Podcaster Simulator IRL, and you were poor, and like that that would literally be the, your, your starting mic. Yeah. Until you get upgraded to the XLRs. Yeah. Which, to Blue Yetis? No, XLRs. Until you start doing stuff with, like numbers and letters in the name. Yeah, and then you, yeah. you, you get the Razer one because you're an idiot and you pay too much for a decent quality mic. <laughs> Razer doesn't make mics. Yeah, they do. They yeah, make they the uh, Kraken. Oh, the do Siren. They, they yeah. make the Siren. Yeah. Oh, never mind. And then you, you realize that Logitech, for whatever reason, makes the superior everything. Logitech stuff is so, like, weirdly good. I have a Logitech mouse and it's like, dang. Dude, Logitech is so I used so a Logitech weirdly... mouse for the longest time until I got a new gaming trackball. Okay, so for the viewers, if you're looking at a new mouse right now, this is what you do. And this is the most expensive thing Logitech sells, so it's only like a hundred bucks. That's not a racing wheel. Uh, They have a mouse-mousepad combo, where the mousepad charges the mouse, so you have a permanently wireless mouse. That's actually really neat. Yeah, I love it. It's called, like, the G-pad. I have a game ball. That's what it's called. The trackball? I, I used to use trackballs on Halo because you could spin your Banshee faster than the other players and always win a dogfight. Moth and Pseudo be like, I can't be good at video games unless I'm playing with balls. <laughs> I love balls, Charlie. I love balls. I love balls. <laughs> oh my god, that was beautiful. I'm muting everything else and like putting a reverb on that. That was awesome. I love balls. <laughs> Uh, All right. Okay. Uh, there we go. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're good. We're done. See We're you next time. No more calls. No more One Piece. No more anything. Bye-bye. <laughs>